0: Right, y'all, welcome back to everybody's upset. It's your boy, bitch Johnson. Um, sorry for the wait. Uh, lots been going on these past couple weeks, man. Like I said last time, man, we're working hard, we got we still got regular day jobs, you know, we're regular people, and uh, it kind of gets in the way of things. Pair that with traveling and trying to get guests, and it, you know, it gets rough. Um, as a matter of fact, today I'm solo. They got my Tony working overtime, you know, between several different spots, so... Um, but I'm here, and uh, we're gonna get, I'm gonna give y'all a show today. It's gonna be a quick show, and, um, uh, I just wanna touch on a few things that's been happening, and just give, uh... We're gonna talk about... We're actually gonna talk about being solo today. How important is self? That's gonna be our main topic, but... Uh, first, some announcements, um... <laughs> The EP's still on the way. That wasn't a joke. We uh me and my camp we working on some music. It's everything's ideas, everything's speculation right now. But hey, it's coming. So if you're fans of the show, uh you're gonna love the music. Well, I run with some pretty talented guys, man, so it's bound to be excellent. Um uh, May 14th is the two-year anniversary of everybody's upset. So, everybody that's been rocking with us since the beginning, since that very first episode with me and Carson, that we had really recorded like six times, <laughs> and finally got it right, man. If y'all been with us since then, if you just, if you just got here, man, thank you. Oh, thank you for the listen. Thank you for paying attention. Um, And we're going to celebrate. We're going to, we're we planning some stuff. We're going to do some, try to do a live show. We're going to get the video popping. We're going to do everything, man. We're going to get... Try to get the old guests together, and just have a big party, man. All um, kick off season three, and it's gonna it's gonna be lit. Still waiting to hear from y'all, man. Um, we getting the website together. We're gonna put merchandise up there. We're gonna, you know, outside looking back up, you know, tour dates and meetups and stuff like that. All of that, all of that is in the making. So uh, till then. <laughs> Still want to hear from me. Y'all can still email us at upset at gmail.com. You can still inbox us on at upset on Instagram. And just, you know, send, in, send everything, man. Your thoughts, questions, if you need advice, ideas for the show, all of that. We want to hear from all fans. What y'all want to see from us. You feel what I'm saying? Um So, uh, that's all That's all for announcements that's, You know Y'all just look forward to that stuff And um My main thing Y'all participate man <laughs> Participate We in this together Oh, uh, Like I said we're gonna, It's gonna be a short show So I'm gonna keep it moving Um I just wanted to touch on some music That I've been listening to Mainly I've been listening to I'm still stuck on my 2020 playlist Um <laughs> I've listened to like the same 15 songs every day But aside from that Um the soundtrack for Judas and the Black Messiah is hard, so y'all check that out. I, I still ain't seen the movie yet, probably not going to watch it. Uh, it takes some time for me to watch movies like that, but hey. But anyway, I, I checked out the um, the soundtrack, and it's hard. Favorite track is Some ain't Right with uh, Macigo, J.I.D., and uh, Rhapsody. Rhapsody, one of the hardest. If not the hardest female in C out today, out right now for sure. I mean, you know, people, they talk a lot about Meg and uh, what's the other girl? Big Lotto. And they they got bars, they got skills, but uh, Rhapsody, she really, I mean, by a landslide. Yeah, make them make uh, popular songs or catchy songs or whatever, but as far as skill, rap skills, we talking about rap. Talking about Rhapsody. She she's she's on top of that. So anyway, that's just you know that's just one track. It's a lot of heavy hitters on the track, a lot of uh, like big time artists on that track. Uh, black thought. Um <laughs> Y'all just check it out. Y'all just check it out for yourself. It's excellent out. Again, truth in the black messiah on the soundtrack. Um What am I upset about? Dude, I'm upset about the way people are with social media. Social media is actually a great tool for a number of things. Keeping in touch with friends and family. uh, Keeping it's an easy way to you know get the word out for anything you got going on, events, stuff like that. Uh, Stay up on the news. You feel what I'm saying? Social media is a great tool for a list of reasons but just as well as it's great is bad depending on who's using it. Like people use it to I've never seen so many attention-seeking people. <laughs> so, when you got a news feed and you just scrolling and it's nothing but that, just attention-seeking people, trying to get noticed or whatever, going out their way to do crazy things, say crazy things, you know, just for some likes or just for some, uh, some amens or whatever they be looking for. I'm not sure, but... Is it's, it's, um, it's discouraging <laughs> at times because it's like uh, sometimes you feel like a person is better than that but a lot of people they just uh, they have to put their whole life story on social media I'm assuming in hopes that somebody I mean for sympathy or whatever I mean if you just went through something and you learned something from the situation or well, you don't have to bring certain part of the situation to light like. for other people, that's one thing but just <laughs> posting all your business on social media, I don't understand that, I don't see the point Um I just don't get it I mean, I guess it's just me I, I, I understand that all people are different but there's some common decency or common sense that people should share, like for example myself, I went through a, a wicked breakup last year I didn't get on Facebook talking about it. You know what I'm saying? I, ain't, I didn't spell out the details of what happened. Because why? You feel what I'm saying? Like, I got friends and I got people I can confide in. Share my story and get advice on those things. But that's it. Like, I don't drag. I do not do no dragging of other people that I chose to deal with. You feel what I'm saying? Through the bullshit that they were giving me and continually chose to be with them. And then just drag them on social media. Because because why, like I said, on top of that, when people do things like that, when people uh, comment on whatever they post, they get upset, and it's like, you invited people to, <laughs> you invited people into what you had going on, how could you not expect for people to say something, whether you wanted them to or not, you should have expected it, but um, I don't know, like I said, me personally, I wouldn't do that, but people do that, people do crazy, like, People do wild stuff on social media. People tell on them themselves on social media. You put your every move, you put up what you got, you put up what you're trying to get, and then you're trying to figure out who who snitched on you or which one of your homies fake. It was you the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Snapchat just released a message saying they working with the cops to do whatever. And it's like, y'all making it too easy. You know what I'm saying? But. but can tell you how many times I've seen somebody. Oh, I got this for sale. Oh, you trying to get this, or oh, who got that, or I'm mobile, or whatever. You feel what I'm saying? And then you're trying to figure out what happened. You, you happened. You know what I'm saying you gave them film, you gave them the actual clinic tape as to what you were doing, and you got found out. So, hey, man, listen, social media is not this serious. <laughs> it's life for some people, but hey, to those people, um. Read a book or something <laughs> Because I when, when social media goes away Or it becomes controlled Which is going to happen And you're not going to be able to do and say the things That you usually could on social media I'm curious to see how people are going to react or What they're going to do or What's the new thing they're going to do to Get their uh, validation But anyway hey, um, <laughs> just I'm just going to run through some topics I've seen on my news feed uh, Kay Michelle's ass appears to be melting not literally, but um, apparently she had implants removed. This is news to me. I knew she had got plastic surgery before, but um, I didn't know she had got the stuff removed. But she got the stuff removed, and now, I mean, I'm sure she has excess skin. So she was on Instagram live dancing, and you could see everything, and she immediately ended the live. But by then, it was too late, and the internet is... Uh, remorseless And merciless So Of course people ran off with it They ran off on They made all kind of fun of it Which is not You know it's, it's 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 unfortunate But My thing is How could you not expect people to do that And you knew what you had going on with yourself So why would you get on camera and do that Of course she came after the fact With a bunch of tweets As to How she felt like the victim in this situation Because she was talked about Again I mean Everything you said in those tweets. Well, what she said was she'd been going through uh, a number of surgeries to get this plastic removed from her body. And this is the result. This is what she's left with. Knowing that, why would you get on camera? Because you can, sure. But knowing that, why, knowing how people is, why would you be surprised or be shocked at people's reaction? But anyway, I hope she's able to... Um, Fully recover and get whatever she needs to get done to be healthy, safely, and you know, back to her how she feels like it's on the home self. it's just another reason why I feel like women shouldn't go under the knife if they don't have to. Of course now it's like the thing to do, is like the popular thing to do is to get work done, BBLs and shit like that. Get the fact get the fat sucked down and put somewhere else. I mean, sure. Like women i understand why what some women would do it like women that have a significantly smaller frame and have their breasts are too large or parts of their body are too large for their frame getting it removed getting these adjustments like breast reduction to help them you know help with back pain or something like that or if a woman has kids and you know childbirth is pretty takes a toll on women's bodies you know it affects women differently but a lot of women it takes toll on their bodies so they want to get something fixed from that was left from their birth childbirth. I understand that i completely. But these women that just want to look like the women on Instagram. Um, I don't get it. Uh, it's like I said. It's just a thing. I feel like it's a thing to do. And for some likes, um, I don't feel like it's worth the risk. Of course, I mean, people. I mean, and the immediate argument is always. I'm not doing it for nobody else. I'm doing it for myself. It's like, okay, if you love yourself that much <laughs> and you want to see a change in yourself, there's a number of things that you can do outside of paying a whole bunch of money to go up under a knife. Uh, hey, change your diet. Uh, hey, exercise. Um, of course, these are things you're going to have to do anyway, even, if you, even when you get the work done, because if not, you're going to look sloppy or you're going to have to keep getting work done. Um, and for some some people, like your what you what you want your body to look like is not gonna look like that. It's not in your genetics. It's not in your makeup. That's just the truth. That's just a fact. Some people what they want to look like, they just not gonna look like that. For example, if I wanted to look like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, <laughs> I could. If I, we if we don't have the same body type it really doesn't matter how I work out if I can get in shape and still not look like him because that's a whole different compos- body composition but that's a different composition but anyway um, <laughs> moral of the story uh, it ain't worth it uh, moving on Summer Walker Summer Walker is almost done with the bun um, she posted photos of the baby shower aftermath and of course she, you know her and the baby got shot with gifts um, I think this is going to be London's third child, and this is going to be her first child. And of course, you know, she's excited about it. I'm pretty sure good music gonna come from this. Uh, I follow her on Instagram, and she's been posting pictures and videos of her in the studio. So, you know, I'm pretty sure music singles and albums and EPs and stuff is on the way for that. Um, They still haven't revealed the gender of the child, but... Fans are saying it's a girl, and they're hoping for girl, so, um, yeah, it's probably going to be a little summer, uh, or a little, you know, it could be a little London, but anyway, um, we're hoping for a very a safe birth and a healthy baby, because, you know, childbirth is risky, I only learned that in, you know, recent years, about how risky, you know, childbirth is for women, especially black women. So we're hoping for a healthy baby and you know, a safe birth and everybody come out on the other end. Healthy and happy. Healthy? Oh my god. <laughs> and happy. Congratulations. All more congratulations. Erica Badu turns 50. Happy birthday, Erica Badu. Um, my top three fa- Erica Badu songs. And it took it took me some time to <laughs> figure this out. Because of course, I mean everything, just about everything she made was a hit you know um but the top three number so number three is that hump not only is it an excellent song but it all um, it actually got me over the hump numerous times so that hump number two is honey um i love the song it was produced by one of my favorite producers michael wonder cool figure. Uh, the video is excellent it is with a bunch of video a bunch of instances of her creating um recreating old school album covers in the record shop. So love that song. And number one of course is Bag Lady because <laughs> Erykah Badu and Bag Lady kind of go synonymous with each other. Like when I hear Erykah Badu I actually think of bag lady. Well I'm nine out of ten I'm just gonna bust out stars singing. It. <laughs> so uh oh honorable mention Window seat for obvious reasons. <laughs> so happy birthday Eric uh Erykah Badu uh I think she's still, she's still a doula, still a baby. She's probably going to bring some of the baby, like him. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm pretty sure that's, they going to try that, but anyway, have a breath <laughs> Um In this politics, and this joke of a government that America has, uh, Joe Biden ordered an airstrike on Syria, allegedly because of uh, some terrorist group. There were recent rocket rocket attacks on the soldiers or U.S. troops in the area. A week a couple weeks ago, so this was kind of a retaliation to that. Uh, apparently, the group, the the area in Syria that was bombed, was supposed to be home to the group that was responsible for the rocket attacks on the soldiers. Uh, my immediate question was, why do we still have troops in that area? And <laughs> uh, you know but of course in the Middle East there's conflict within the country itself. and uh, whenever that happens if any of those countries have resources, America shows up to help liberate people of course you know, because we need resources and if you don't know what resources in the Middle East is, is um, poppy poppy seeds, opium America's main staples in the economy or what? sex trade, weapons trade, and drug trade so we want to control all of the drugs. Why else would we be there? But anyway, um, well, when it comes to the pre- when it comes to the president of the United States, oh, that was never. It's two heads on the same snake. If we had to pick Biden or Trump, it's still gonna be Biden. Is, is a hor- was a horrible option for president anyway. Like I said on the prior show. But anyway, like I said, heads on the same snake. The whole bipartisan system was only reason I can see the, for it being was um, a scapegoat <laughs> so when the government fucks it up they have something to blame it on the government as a whole is, is fucked up so instead of the people coming at the government they can say oh well it was the democrats oh or it was the Republicans. <laughs> give me another I mean why was, what, what, what else is the point of having two different parties <laughs> represent the government that disagree <laughs> in making decisions for our well-being. But anyway, I uh, found out about this. It, this is kind of, well, it wasn't scary, but it was kind of, it, it was eerie to me. found out about this on Twitter when there's um, <laughs> a picture of uh, Kamala Harris and it was like the first ordered airstrike with a black woman VP. And <laughs> I <I've> always had, <laughs> uh, I've always felt the way about quote-unquote black first because for one it's late in the game it's like 2000 This this been going on since like 18 well when I first started paying attention to it so two, 2018 to now anyway like I said it's late in the game there aren't many black first left I mean like there's a lot of stuff that we can do now and I don't even think this one counts as a black first, first airstrike. because it's not necessarily a good thing but since it's a "quote unquote" black woman president, there, um, it's counted as a black first. I'm just being honest because think about it. And then look at who we're talking about. We're talking about Kamala Harris. Uh, she is half black or something like some to, in some kind of sense. I don't. I couldn't tell you exactly. Now she is, but I just could not tell you how. But she's she's black somewhere, <laughs> and. She doesn't, she's married to a white man, and uh, she's put a lot of black men in jail. So <laughs> is there a first black woman to do all of those things? Well, we not count that. But anyway. So the government is still uh, fucking up all over the world. Nothing new. Um okay, so this honeycomb braces situation, along with the 6ix9ine situation and the meat male situation, it's all synonymous to me. This is this is how I feel about that. Of course, okay, if you don't know what going, what happened, honeycomb brazy. That's I know that's quite a name. <laughs> these rappers, Paulus, can we can we talk about these rappers and these names? First it was three random letters in front of a name. Like ABC Mouse. You feel what I'm saying? Like but they now they just come they take two random words put together as a rap name. Honeycomb brazy. But anyway. Um, it was an unfortunate um, happening. His grand, his grandparents' house was shot up. Like they shot his grandparents and burned the house down in some kind of retaliation to some street violence. Whatever. Here's my thing: if you was, a, if you were, a, if you came from that environment, I understand. But once you become, you start succeeding as a rapper. You get, if you get any kind of exposure, like your music and your videos is out there he's been out for a while i think like 17 so it's 21 and you got you, you getting buzz about you at some point you need to start moving away from this street life because why not you know what i'm saying why would you still you know we probably wouldn't and people love the They product of their environment yeah i mean we're all products of our environment but what part of that uh prompts you to perpetuate you know the same shit that's destroying the, your environment and the people in it I don't get it so the street life caught up with him it was unfortunate but that's what happened and, and same shit with King Von like that man talked so much trash in his music it was only a matter of time like I, I'm, I'm not saying he deserved to die but he brought it on himself <laughs> and it's the same with all these all these guys you know they get out there and, and, and about say shit like I'll shoot your grandma house up you know what i'm saying they say stuff like that and 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 directed at whoever and whoever shows up and takes them out and they're gone now what you know what i'm saying what was it worth some street cred you know what i'm saying like and and like i said if you're succeeding in this rap thing this music thing start moving away from that life like look at jay-z that man makes millions, billions of dollars now rapping about selling drugs and the projects he grew up in. He was a product of his environment, but guess what? <laughs> when he got to a certain point, he left. He left it alone. You see what I'm saying? Like, he left that street shit alone. And it goes for a lot of other rappers. Just like, now we, now let's talk about the Meek thing. 6 ix 9 got up in Meek's face and talked about bunch of shit to him, and Meek didn't do nothing to people. Some people, half of the people was like, oh, Meek, you supposed to off that nigga. Half the people was like, what the fuck y'all expect me to do? He just got out of prison for uh catwalk, uh walking dirt bikes. <laughs> and <laughs> me generally, I'm with the people who was like, hey, that man just got out of prison. Why would he fuck up his life over 6-9? Right, that's perfect sense. But when you talk that shit, the way you talk that shit, it's, it's like, well, you said you said you was that you were the one who said you was that nigga. So why you didn't do nothing? You feel what I'm saying? So, it, 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 now the next question is, who are you? And who are you and who are you going to tell people who you, you know, that you want to, who are you going to make, let people, you know, who are you going to personify? You feel know what I'm saying? If you ain't the type of nigga, I'm going to see that. You see what I'm saying? The, like, like the, 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 um, the smart thing was to do was what he did, just wave the shit off. You know what I'm saying, but niggas expecting you to do, expecting expect you to fuck up your life because that's the kind of shit you talk. Now 6'9 <laughs> of course he's some bullshit, he a troll or whatever. Of course he worked for the feds, but when he get on, when he get on his uh, Instagram live and talk that shit, a lot of the times he be telling the truth. For example, when he talk we whoever King Von, I don't, I don't be up on this until I see it, so I don't know people's names. But anyway, as soon as he says that about King on homeboy. <laughs> And why he didn't, why he didn't, why he didn't took Buddy out yet? Dude killed King Vaughn I, I asked the same question because what you said was King Vaughn said himself, niggas gonna slide for me if I die. Ain't nobody slid for him yet. Basically is what what uh, Six and Nine was saying. So he was right. Then when the niggas get on the camera, first thing they do is point a gun to the camera. Right? <laughs> six and Nine was like, what the fuck was the gun when niggas shot your homeboy? But hey, good question. But you know. Anyway, was, moral of the story. <laughs> if you can lead that street life alone, do it, man. It ain't worth it. It's, it's not helping. It's helping no one, but it's hurting us. You know, when I say us, I mean like black people because the cult, like everything black people do, everybody, the whole world wants to do it. You feel what I'm saying? But us, we do it because we don't have a choice. The whole trap life, street life. Everybody want to be a trap nigga. You feel what I'm saying? But trap niggas, most trap niggas have to be trap niggas because they can't do shit else. That's the situation they were born into, brought into. But if you, if you making money off of that shit but you ain't got to do it no more, don't. It's simple. You having kids, you got family. There's people around you that want to come out just like you do. So, when they see you doing it, they're going to do the same thing. Oh, I can rap. I can, instead of selling this shit, I can rap by selling this shit and then make more money than that. <laughs> this shit ain't worth dying over. No. Or oh, it's not worth your family dying over. No. Alright, so moving on. Uh, the situation in Texas. The whole snowstorm. and If y'all didn't know, um, for a long time, Texas was talking about seceding from America and becoming their own... Place, but anyway, for reason, for the same reason that people went without, without power, Texas had its own power grid. Come to find out, <laughs> they put the power grid was separated from uh, per, uh, privately owned power grids, and when the, when they separated those, te- the Texas power grid that went out weren't serviced the way they're supposed to. <laughs> That's why certain parts of the Texas was still lit up. The people, motherfuckers, with the money. And the rest of it was just froze. You know what I'm saying? And people uh, just it was it was it was horrible. But people um people getting their power back. Oh, there's still a boil water advisory. But um it's it's slowly but surely is it, you know it's coming back to life. And I know a lot of I saw a lot of people die, a lot of people didn't make it. Like the unfortunate thing about it is like I said earlier about the government, the government is the government is not shit. Like when stuff happens, I don't understand why people are surprised in the slightest because it's been stuff like it been going on for years, and, and you can't blame it on. It's, it's all about blame when it comes to the government. You can't blame it on no Democrats. You can't blame it on Republicans. Of course, that's what they're gonna say. Now, granted, the people, the people who were responsible for that just happened to be Republicans. However, if this is our, if we're in the same motherfucking country, why would you not help somebody because it's the Republican fault? You see what I'm saying? That's, like I said, that's another show. But anyway, you can't even blame it on Trump. Now nah, we have Biden, the president, that's supposed to fix everything according to people. Shit's still fucking up. It's not, his, it's not necessarily his fault, but it's just the fault of the country is up. Nah. So if you know somebody in the area and if you can do whatever, you can, you can do something to help, like please do, if you can invite them to your house, you know what I'm saying, or if you can somehow go over there, if you can ship them something, you know, send them some money, you know what I'm saying, hey, so they can pay for somewhere to stay, you know, a hotel rental went up as soon as the shit hit the fan, which is also fucked up, but hey, that's capitalism, that's that's the, That's the America, you know what I'm saying, America is, is, is for the rich people and for the poor people, it's expensive to be poor. In case y'all didn't notice, but uh, uh, news a uh, little bit of sports news Tiger Woods got in a car accident and uh, shattered his right leg. And um, he's undergone a few surgeries and he had to get like, a rod and screwed up in his leg. And he's recovering, so you know, according to news, but um, I'm pretty sure it is going to affect his, his career as a golfer. And this might, I mean. He's going to always be Tiger Woods. He's going to always have it. He can, I feel like if he can get up on his feet, he's going to be able to hold in one. You feel what I'm saying? He can putt. He can at least putt one. But You know what I'm saying? But Tiger Woods had a long, successful career as a golfer. Uh, shout out to Mike, Mike the Trainer. He um, posted a picture last week of himself and a young Tiger Woods at the Masters. And I'm sure that picture is worth like a few, probably you know $100,000 somewhere. Um, but yeah, Tiger Woods is recovering. Um, they're saying the the highway that he was going it was, it was like a lot of tight turns and what, what caused just basically him missing. Probably he was going a little bit too fast in the curves and ran off the road. They say the car flipped a few times, but he's alive and well and he's healing. So um, shout out Tiger Woods, man. Get well soon. Yeah. Uh, Deion Sanders' debut football game as Jackson State's head coach was a success. Um, <laughs> the score was 31-0 at halftime. <laughs> and the final score was 53-0. Now, the school they played, I haven't heard of them. But hey, <laughs> the season opener, I don't know, I think anybody should be losing like that. But anyway, Jackson State, they look, they look excellent. Um they run in, they run an Auburn style offense. It was the first thing they made me think about is Auburn. They run a lot of the pistol. And um quarterback, quarterback is real. He's real mobile. He he has some great throws. The running back is you know the other team didn't put up much of a fight, but you know the running back he, he he has good vision and um it should be I mean they got they make some minor mistakes as far as discipline like quarterback you know, when he does his scrambling, he he doesn't protect the ball well. There was there were a few fumbles, as a matter of fact. So, but these are things you, these are things that you should expect from spring football or, or, or early football. So, I mean, it could turn they could turn into a great football team. Uh, why this is so significant? Because um, I've said for the longest, I said in the recent episode that um, to get that talent that goes to these SEC schools. But these guys pray for offers from these SEC schools to get these 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 talents to come to HBCUs that can t- turn the whole program around for HBCUs and all that money that goes to SEC teams like Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee could come to us, come to the black community, and the schools' pedigree could just grow. And that means, well, you know, as it, this education system for black people grows, community grows, and. Uh, HBCU could very well be the next SEC. And this is just... This is a step in that direction. So, we have more... More NFL players turn coaches for HBCUs? <laughs> hey, man. Um, it, you know, it, it could mean well for us. So, that's all I got for news, man. And um, I just wanted to share something with y'all about... Um, about life, so certain. I mean, of course, certain points in life you go through different phases. You go through different things. Um, I've, I have people. I got people around me that come to me for advice, and I do my best to stick to the fact of the matter in situation and be as open and honest and objective as I can. And one conclusion that I always come to. For people is that In the end It's always going to be You and you like, What does that mean It's going to be you And you When it comes to a situation Where you're dealing with people When it comes to a situation Where you're making the decision On what you should do Consider yourself Consider yourself first now. Not necessarily saying Be selfish But Think of trying to figure out whether or not you're sacrificing something for what you're doing. Like, for example, when you're dealing with when you're dealing with um, people, whether it be uh, professionally, um, platonically, romantic, whatever the case may be, you have to consider yourself. You can't give more than you. I know that doesn't say, I know that sounds crazy, but it, it'll make sense in a second. But anyway, sometimes it's best to get more in touch with yourself, which requires you to spend time by yourself. Sometimes it's just better to be alone. (laughs) A lot of people, especially in this, our generation in this age range, you, especially, we getting closer to 30, we trying to figure out, oh, am I going to have kids? Oh, am I going to, you know, get married? You know what I'm saying? And me personally, I know, I know for a fact that I'm in the season where, I need to focus, I need to look in on myself. You know what I'm saying? Whether I'm in the tail end of that season. I think I'm in, I think I'm coming to the end of that season. But, you know, this past summer, that was the time for me to, hey, it's it's about you right now. And sometimes to truly understand things, it requires you to separate yourself from other things. Or it may even require you to separate yourself from that particular thing. Think about how when you left a job, the more time you spend away from that job, you start to understand, oh, this is why things happened the way they did, or this is why this person acted like that, or this is why I couldn't get to that place. You see what I'm saying? But you were not going to see it because you was too close to it. <laughs> but once you backed up, you could see the bigger picture. Same thing goes for relationships. Especially in relationships. When you're giving yourself to a person and and you're just giving and giving and giving and they're not giving anything back. And you're trying to understand why they're not doing what they're doing or why they are doing this thing. or You feel what I'm saying? Why they, why they can't understand you. Y'all separate. Y'all go y'all separate ways. The time you spend apart from them, you start to understand, oh, this is what happened. Oh, that was what happened. Oh, this person wasn't what I thought they were. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> But you don't understand it until you separate from it. So now that you're separate and get all this understanding, you need to use that same magnifying glass on yourself and be like, hey, why was I like this when I was there? Why did I feel like this when I was there? Why would I say that? Why did I do that? And you learn things about yourself and and, and when you start learning things about yourself, you start growing. So with this growth, you become a whole different person. You become a whole new person. and You look back at yourself prior to that, and it's like, hmm, who is that? You feel what I'm saying? All, I've, have you ever been in a situation and once you left the situation and you look back and you see yourself and you was like, oh, you know what I'm saying? You was like, wow, how how did I even allow myself to become that, you know, say those things or do those things? It's not me. You see yourself and you're not even yourself. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So, if you're in that season of course nobody's gonna tell you. Nobody, people aren't gonna tell you when you're in your worst seasons. They're just not. This is just the way people are. People 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 want to make you feel good. They feel like making you feel good is gonna help you. So most people are. And most people, they want to feel good. So what you what they're gonna accept is, you know, those people telling them the things. When somebody come up with some with some honesty, with some honesty, like some medicine, and you know what I'm saying? this is what you need to hear but you don't want to hear it that's a tough thing to do it's a tough thing to do to swallow it's it's the pill called truth it's a tough pill to swallow but we need it you feel what I'm saying so people aren't people most times aren't going to tell you when you're in your losing season just like think about church have you ever been in church and the pastor told you you're in your losing season have you ever been in church and the pastor said hey you're in your losing season stuff ain't going to work for you this stuff you're trying to do it ain't going to work that stuff you're trying to get, you ain't going to get it. That stuff you got, you're going to lose it. Has, a, has they ever told you that? I i can't remember I can't a time where, you know, that happened. Of course, you, you're you in church and they say every, to everything, there's a season. There's a season to reap, and there's a season to sow, and there's a season to gain and lose. They say that, but they don't go into detail the way they do when they say, oh, you're in your winning season, you're going to get a house, you're going to get a car, you're going to get a spouse, you're to get some money. They don't go in, and they, they should go into it with that same detail, but they don't. So it's important for you to know when you're in that season, because it's important for you to understand that, hey, this for this amount of time I'ma lose. You see what I'm saying? Instead of complaining about it, I should figure out what what my next step is. So when the season is over, you see what I'm saying? You know where to go. You're not you're not still lost. You see what I'm saying? Because most of the time, when you, enter into that, when you enter into that season, you lost. You already lost. So, instead of <laughs> hoping and praying, and you know what I'm saying, looking for somebody to lift you up, you just get yourself together. Be like, okay, I'm down right now. I lost this. I lost that. I lost this person. I lost this job. I lost some money. I lost my car. I lost my house. You see what I'm saying? Because that thing, now out I turned that thing, that person or that thing was... Between, become between you and yourself. It was come between your, your true self. So now you lost it. And this time for you, now you got you. Just so like I said, you in the end, it's going to be, it's always going to be you and you. So now you got you. You need work. You need some, some, some love that you was trying to give a person. You need some instruction that you're trying to give a person. You need some lifting up that you were trying to give someone else. So now it's time for you to do that. You need some knowledge that you're trying to figure out. Something you're trying to figure out to help somebody else out. You need to do that for yourself. <laughs> Feel what I'm saying? That clarification. You're trying to help somebody make sense of something. Do it for yourself. By the time you get yourself together, season's going to be over. Now it's time for that rebuilding season. Now it's time for that struggle season. You know the struggle season to be over. It's time for that rebuilding season. You start going up. People going to gravitate to you. You go up a little bit more. More people going to gravitate to you up a little bit more people start falling off you feel what I'm saying but you can handle all this because why when you was down and you was failing you was in that season you worked on yourself because it was that's why it's so important to work on yourself look at yourself so you can fully understand you what you don't like what you do like what you're not going to tolerate what you can tolerate a little bit how much patience do I actually have how much love do I have for random people? Am I the type of person to do random acts of kindness? Am I an asshole? You feel what I'm saying? Whether or not you are or not, you need to know. You see what I'm saying? And there's no way you can learn your study yourself reading someone else's book. So, you know, when you're down or William never season you in. read your own book. But most time, that time, most, com- most times comes hand-in-hand with, you know, the struggle season. But... I hope this helps somebody So Because, you know this A lot of transitions Have been going on um, 20, 2020 was the beginning Of a transition Like that marked transition Me, friends, my friends People around me That was going through something Where they was going up Or coming down You know what I'm saying it was going through things And we're obviously still in that Still in that You know trans, That transition season now Because it's still happening For a lot of people Myself included And so now since we're here, that's what time it is. You need to find out who you are. And you and it's and and it's best that you do it by yourself. So it's best that you be, it's best that you're by yourself. A A lot of people, they can't handle being alone. They can't handle being by themselves. You know what I'm saying? They 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 need someone for something. And you could be the type of person where what you your aspiration or your passion or your goal or what it is you're supposed to do in life may require you to be the type of person that is going to have to stand by their self. Because when you're doing something that has, um, when you're doing something positive, especially if you're doing something positive, people aren't going to agree with you just because you're trying to do right. You see what I'm saying? And that's just a small percentage of people. A lot of people just don't like you just because, but, you know, that's different stuff. But anyway, what you're trying to do in your life, nine times out of ten, is going to require you to be alone. But if you don't know how to do that, you're going to struggle trying to, you know, live out your life purpose. Just another reason why it's so important. For you to understand and be able to be by yourself. So, hey, don't go chasing nobody. The more you work on yourself, people are going to chase you. And... <laughs> When, you, when you've when worked on yourself and those people flock to you because they see you growing, they see you growing, you understand you so much so that these people not going to be able to take advantage of you. You know what I'm saying? People ain't going to be able to say you no know, dreams. People ain't going to be able to manip- manipulate you. People ain't going to be able to embar- embarrass you and make you feel bad because you understand yourself too much or too well for them to make you think something. You feel what I'm saying? So listen, if you're out there and you feel alone, People all say, oh, you're not alone. Well, you may be alone. You may be alone, but not, you, this, you, this is where you're supposed to be. It's you and you. It's you and yourself. You have to work on It's time for you to work on you. Work on you. Build yourself up. By the time you get to, you know, by the time you get built up, you ain't worried about it. You don't have, you're not going to need a companion. You're not going to need anybody. You feel what I'm saying? That's no longer a concern of yours. And, it gets, and it's going to make room for you to. Do what you meant to do. <laughs> but uh, I'm done preaching. I'm done preaching for y'all. I'm done preaching to y'all. I know it's Sunday. But uh, and y'all probably already went to church. But uh, I just wanted to, I mean, I felt the need, I felt like it was somebody needed to hear this. I mean, I needed to hear it for myself. So, hey, that was me. I was I me, me and self had a conversation, and I just let y'all in But anyway, I hope that helped someone. Um uh want to give a couple shout-outs before we close. Shout-out to Pure Sessions, Brent, Brent uh, and Pulver. Bear. If y'all need, um, instead of spending your whole tax check on some new shoes, the new drops, get them old shoes out the closet, take them to my guys, and um, take them to my guy, Brent. He's going to hook you up, man. He's going to make them shoes look like they came out the box again. I don't care what you done to them. You spill some juice on them. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, your girl got a whole... Well, I don't know if your old lady got a whole ton and cut him up You I might mean, We got... Not, you know, out of, out of the window, but... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Lipstick and shit like that. Like, stains and stuff. We can we can, we can can work with it. So, if y'all want to get in touch with Brent at Pure Sessions, y'all hit me up on, on Instagram or email me. We got you. We gonna link you. I'm pretty sure he do shipping and all that. So, be get situated. Uh, shout out to... Of course, shout out to KJ Sweets and Things. Um... She bumped, she went crazy with the berries for Valentine's Day. Um she's still in business of course, man. You get get you get you one of them cakes, man. These are A1 cakes, man. The way, the stuff she do to these cakes, man, it's like it is worth it. Like it's worth the book. It's worth everything. So y'all still want to get in touch with KJ you all, like I said, y'all can always hit us up. Um hit us up on in the all, uh, email or hit us up on Instagram and I get I get you linked up with Breeze, and she get you all uh, cakes, cupcakes, berries, um, the little breakable heart things that everybody loves so much now. All of that, everything. If you want it, she got it. It's just, it got to do it with some cake, got to do with some pastry, she got it. <laughs> um, shout out to uh, Tama and Royal Roots Hair Care. Look, she got all kinds of stuff. It's natural, all natural ingredients. Um, all-natural oils, and it really works. I've been using it on my beard, and my guy is coming through after years, (laughs) after years of of attempts. It's finally coming through. (laughs) Who else did I want to shout out? Um, Oh, shout out to uh, Country Boy Mafia. Shout out to Country Boy Mafia. My guy, Tion. Tion, Tim, and them guys, they got a podcast on the way, YouTube channel, on the way. Y'all look them up. Y'all, look I think they posted that first video already on YouTube. Country Boy Mafia. Y'all go check it out. Get yeah, support those guys. They do the ride outs in the summertime, the mud, the mud bogging, the trail rides. You feel what I'm saying? It's a party. Man, The boys know how to party too. Uh is uh, some young black guys that know how to survive off the land, you know. They you know, break break horses. They they um Hunt, you know, fish, all kind of stuff, man. So y'all check those guys out. Um, that's all the time we got. That's all the time. That's all I got for y'all today, man. Like I said, I was solo today. And I just wanted to share that with y'all. So um, appreciate y'all. Y'all keep listening. Um, keep supporting. Y'all, y'all wanna um, contact? Y'all wanna contact me? Everybody's just at, at gmail.com. Email us. You can follow us at everybody's upset on Instagram and uh, you can message inboxes there too. we listen listening. Uh, if you want to donate to the show, go to anchor.com, type in everybody's upset, and there's a donate tab and you can donate anything. You can make a monthly donation of however much $3, $2, $5, $10. You know what I'm saying? And the more. The more y'all donate, the more we can do with the show, you know, know, the show get bigger and better, and we can get back to y'all. That's the goal. But, um, so, yeah, so shout out to y'all, man. Thank y'all for tuning in, and, um, we'll see y'all next week, man. That's everybody just say.